Good evening, gentle listener, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production. And this week, Bob and his Boston Cream Donuts entices Mark, but Wade admits he thought that they were filled with sailors. Mark explains how containing the spirit of Penis Man would be hard to get a grip on as he may have originated in band camp. Wade waxes lyrical about his grandparents' house and playing human cannonball armored only in a t-shirt. And Bob admits to being tossed off on a lake. Yes, it's time for the atrocities of summer. Now, sit back and prepare to be distracted and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Distractable. I will be your host, Bob, and I'm joined as always by Mark and Wade. And yes, we just started recording. No warm-ups. No, unless you count all that other stuff we were doing before. No warm-ups. We're jumping right into this. <laughs> we've, we've been talking for like an hour straight. No what do you mean no warm-ups? warm-ups. <laughs> They'll never know. This was private. Listen, we usually hit record on these and then do bullshit around and then and then Will has to cut a bunch of garbage out. Just good stuff. Only the best today. This Only is, the best. This is like a whole basket of just... Just Boston cream-filled donuts. Wow. Those are the best kind, right? I actually had a Boston cream for the first time. I thought that there's a different type of filled donut that's not jelly that I thought was Boston cream, and then I actually had a Boston cream donut, and it was life-changing. It was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah, it is. It's way way better than cream-filled. Yeah, it's like a cream cheese frosting kind of filling or something Custardy like that. Custardy kind Custardy, of thing. yeah. It's, it's a whole oh, thing, yeah. It was way... Oh. I always thought Boston cream was like a euphemism for something else. For what? <laughs> you know. For what? For what? If you're in Boston, you know. I'm not, I'm not. I'm sorry. You guys what, know. What, are, what are people in Boston doing to their donuts, Wade? Expound. <laughs> They're not doing it to the donut. The donut is part of the euphemism. What does the donut have to do with it then? They are the figurative donut. Who? So what are people in Boston filled with, Wade? Expound. <laughs> sorry, I like that word. Well, they were filled with. Uh, love and happiness, but no more. Okay. <laughs> they were? What are they filled with now? <laughs> what are they filled with now? Yeah, wait, what's the cream? I don't know. Whatever takes the place of it once it leaves you. Air? <laughs> what? Just... Regret? Ah. What are you talking about? Air and regret. Expound! 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 I thought it was a sex thing. That's what you said before. That's not expounding. Uh, penis in vagina. What about it? <laughs> uh, cream is another euphemism for... Uh, you just said penis in vagina and then you were uncomfortable saying that cream is a euphemism first oh no that is uncomfortable to say you know what you're right say 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 not so easy is it i still don't know what it is guys i still don't know what we're talking Uh, about no no one tell mark no one tell mark oh just go to one of your favorite sites and search (laughs) boston cream see if something else pops up just google boston cream donut and it'll definitely explain what wade's talking about boston cream donut uh it's a donut god though do you know what the most uncomfortable thing i ever saw on twitter was hypothesis i (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry did you just mispronounce a word that was said to you pronounced correctly previously Was it the, did I say Theseus? Yeah, the Theseus. <laughs> oh, damn it. The Hippothesis. Have you ever heard of the Shapothesis? Yeah, the Hippothesis. 
Wow. Have you ever heard of the Shabbathasius? <laughs> Son, listen. Uh, no, but the most uncomfortable thing I've ever saw on Twitter was it was a tweet from Ethan Klein of H3H3. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry for everyone that is reminded of this tweet, but it really existed, which was a gif. And he said, uh, every time Ela is ovulating and it was a gif of someone filling donuts, I think Boston cream donuts. I'm just like, oh, why, why, Ooh. why would you do this? Why? And I was just like, uh, Ethan just wanted everyone to know he's hitting that. And man, he has been muted ever since. <laughs> like, my God. Anyway, I just wanted to remind everyone else that I had to witness that. I wonder how many donuts were bought on that day because of that post. <laughs> Probably not many. You know, I didn't go. I didn't look at that and was like, boy, howdy, I want a Boston cream donut right now. Why? Donuts are part of a healthy breakfast, just like eggs. <laughs> It's part of a balanced <laughs> breakfast, okay? <laughs> balanced on a tray on your lap in the bed you can't get out of because you only eat donuts for breakfast. Uh -huh, uh, yeah. Um, Got him. God, how did this even get started? I have no idea. Look, this is distractible. I never even said that if you're new here, this is a show where I host, which means I judge, and the other two guys compete to win, and the winner is the judge slash host next week. The points are literally made up, especially when I'm the host. Mark writes them down. Wade wrote him down like the last couple times, which was kind of new territory. It, it also worked against him somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But I, it's it's like uh, you know, it's all made up. It's all for fun, and mm -hmm. uh, and that, that, that's the whole that's the whole premise. And also, I don't want donuts anymore. So mm -hmm. you solved that problem for me. I want more of them. <laughs> that's uh, interesting, Wade. That's a that's a unique response. What about it makes you want more? Is it the filling? Expound. Is what is being inserted? Expound. Expound. See, I don't even usually get donuts with filling. I get like the chocolate and strawberry with sprinkles on top because I'm three. The what? The what? Those are the oh. ones they keep in there to fill up the shelves because no, they can't only fine. have the good kinds of donuts. What's wrong with chocolate and sprinkles? Boo. All right. Well, I guess you could shit on my hopes and dreams. <laughs> Fuck your dreams. Fuck your nightmares. No, uh, well, you know, he said he got the ones Fuck that your are donuts. Fuck your sprinkles. I'm gonna beat you. Chocolate and strawberry with sprinkles. Well, separate. It's like you can get chocolate with sprinkles or strawberry with sprinkles. Yeah, and then you get like the pink frosting. Is it like the cake, like the plain donut with the chocolate? Yeah, the cake ones are good. Yeah, I, I don't always go for cake ones. It's just a donut. They put some icing on top and they put some sprinkles. Okay, not boo as aggressively, I guess, but still. Moderate boo, yeah. No, I get it. A, just... You could have a bear claw. You could have a sour cream donut. You could have a Boston cream. You could have all those other ones and you choose those ones, which are what you get when you look and they're out of everything else. You all know I'm a plain and simple man. I hate to say it, but I'm on Wade's side here. I love a no basic shot. donut. Thank you. you know, just like no chocolate shot. frosting, even just glaze, you know, sprinkles. It's like, I'm pretty basic when it comes to that stuff i got nothing against those donuts but that's literally if i'm having donuts and that's the last thing in the box it's like oh, okay sprinkles donut i guess that's fine actually my favorite donut my favorite donut is a marble frosting which like it sounds fancy but it's just a chocolate frosted donut with a little like vanilla frosting white frosting whatever it is drizzled on top that's stuff that wade gets excited about yeah exactly well i get excited too I was Wait, I say we team up against this judge, quote unquote. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, let's abstain from whoever wins. We win together, no matter what. No skin off my back. Well, we lose together. Make him do this again. <laughs> Nobody can win. What if I'm just the judge indefinitely and you're losers for the rest of your lives? Well, I guess we're going to get some repeat episodes, yeah. right, Mark? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. You're short.
Okay, why don't you insult Wade too? Why does it just gotta be me, man? <laughs> you only have one college degree, Wade. That's accurate. Oh god, that hurts. I still feel insulted oh. by proxy from that one. <laughs> no, no, that's targeted Wade. That's directed oh. specifically at Wade. No, no, no. Somehow it hit me too. I got splash damage from that one. <laughs> anyway, are you ready for the news? Uh yeah, news. It's time for the segment we always do. In a world full of darkness and cynicism, yep. all 37 puppies were found alive. Sometimes a shining beacon of light can shine through. The Olympic gold medalist sold his medal to buy food for the hungry, which was him. Better than okay, this is the greatest good. Turned around. All right, I should have done a scarier one because this, this news article that I've got in front of me is actually uh, very, very frightening. Uh, oh, play another sound effect. Play another one. Play a scary. What one. do I got here? I went searching for. Here the we truth. go. Yes. yes. And like a fool, I found it. But some truths are best left undiscovered. Well, I turned around and there it was. Uh, Woo! Uh, it's bigger than I could have imagined. The hikers claim that when they turned around, it seemed as though their friend had simply vanished. When I turned around, my whole farm was gone. I don't believe in ghosts. This is Morbid Mysteries of the Missing Millennium. If you never turn around, you'll never find it. Viewer discretion is advised. I don't know why. I gotta change that the name of that one to just like the the this is don't turn around. Like that's just gotta be what <laughs> the name of that. Yeah, if there's anything we've learned, it's that you should absolutely never turn around and look at what's behind you. <laughs> Someone taps you on the shoulder, you move forward. God, I made those like three quarters of a year ago, which is a weird way to measure a year. <laughs> I've never done that before. Like 0.75 of one whole year ago. <laughs> yeah, weird. And I don't I don't think I have the original project file, so I'll just I have to make more. I've been wanting to make more of those for so long. Anyway, this story. Uh -huh. Arrested Arizona, quote, penis man, unquote, claims there are more penis men like him. Okay. In, in what he... way is he a penis man? I need to I'm know. I'm just imagining a, a dick with arms and legs walking around, like it's... maybe with a mustache on like part of the tip. It is both a much less frightening and then as you read it, much more frightening story than you could possibly imagine. Okay, so okay. many believe that the infamous penis man, graffiti artist, who tagged dozens of spot in Arizona, was brought to heavy-handed justice by Tempe, Temp Tempe, Temp Tempe, Tempe. Tempe police on Thursday, but containing the spirit of penis man will be much harder than anyone would have expected. Oh, no. Of course. So they they basically, they uh, this guy said, um, Dustin Schumer posted on Facebook, said he was arrested in his Phoenix condo by a SWAT team. A SWAT team broke down his door. Quote, I, they raided my condo and vehicle and swarmed my entire complex in West Phoenix with 25 heavily armed SWAT officers. 25 and pointed a silenced assault rifle in my face, end quote. He was booked on 16 counts of aggravated criminal damage, eight counts of criminal damage, and one count of criminal trespassing, all related incidents where he spray-painted penis man on various buildings and objects. That is, <laughs> is this a word or an image of penis man? Just the word. I'm gonna, just I'm gonna, I'm gonna show. What man? is the message? I'm gonna put a picture in this. This is what got <laughs> a 25 man SWAT team to bust down this guy's door. That's what he did. 
Dude, the artistry is unbelievable. <laughs> Literally. It doesn't at all look like he did that as he was walking past that wall and didn't stop to focus on what he was doing for even a moment. <laughs> but why? What is what is the meaning behind Penis Man? Uh-huh. Uh, it's just it probably just a guy who wrote Penis Man on this. There can but, only be one explanation. But, however, the article asks the important question. Is Schumer the penis man the one that's been tagging spots across the state for two months and captured nationwide attention schumer says no he's just a follower who did a few of the taggings quote i am not the original there are hundreds of copycats with very distinctively different handwriting schumer said that he heard some people in a tempe bar talking about the real seemingly phantom-like penis man and got inspired to do some of his own quote i thought it was a good message but <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem to be the only penis disciple as documented by the twitter account penis man fans at least one new tag has been spotted since schumer's arrest i just imagine someone walking up to tag a wall and like there's another person already there tagging it and they're like this town ain't big enough for the both of us <laughs> and they just holster out their penis pens that they're gonna write a graffiti on their penis wall it's like oh wait you're a fellow penis man <laughs> exactly are you exactly. a follower of the the penis of course i am and then of they just embrace what, what is this what why is there a cult about just the words penis man but look the mystery goes deeper than this article explains but there's one final quote that he leaves us with which is quote penis man is neither man nor woman you nor me we are all penis man end quote what i have thought that so many times before yep I know, me too. You ever just been sitting, you know, just sitting in your backyard, looking up at the cosmos, taking in all of the beautiful satellites and light pollution from the city around you, and you just have that moment where you're like, we are, it's not, it's not me or anyone. It's all of us. We're all <laughs> penis man. I get it now. We are all dickheads. I get it too. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that is the story of the penis man. May his unjust 25 <laughs> SWAT, 25 heavily armed SWAT officer arrest to be overturned and all of his counts of aggravated criminal damage be expunged. So there's literally nothing else that this dude, he didn't also like commit murder or something? Not that I see. I would have to look up like the court cases or like look up some look, documents of some kind. I'm all for, I guess, I'm not against in any meaningful way apprehending people who are like vandalizing stuff. It's annoying. As a business owner, if someone wrote Penis Man on my building, I would look and be like, ha, ah, oh, shit, now I got to clean that off. Yeah. There has to be something they're not sharing. He tagged like a witness protection safe house or something. Like he did something somewhere that was like, yeah. hmm. That's such an unbelievably incorrect response. Guy, <laughs> some some officer comes running in like, sir, we've narrowed down. We found the location of the penis man graffiti guy. Maniac. Spray paint man. We found him. And the guy, the <laughs> captain of the whatever is just like, all right, fucking mount up. Everybody grab your rifles and put your silencers on so he won't see us coming. What are, what are you, what is happening? We got a drone strike coming in, sir. Tanks are on the way. <laughs> yeah, like what, what, are these guys bored? Is this what happens when the police department has no real crimes? Like, geez. Get the National Guard. Look, man, 
I don't know, but apparently it struck someone the wrong way on the wrong day. But all I know is that we, by talking about it, will spread the news of the penis man and people listening. Mm. As as the original founding members of the Boner cast, uh-huh. I think it's our duty as Bonarians to really see that this message carries on. Yeah, we're, we're kindred, you know, or maybe not members of this specific group or, or follow this specific tenants, but we're, we're clearly kindred souls. Exactly. Clearly, exactly. clearly related. Yeah. What if we find out? we were the inspiration for something like this yes we came up with- what if we are the penis man and we didn't even know it <laughs> somehow we did all of this oh god oh no one of these penis man messages is just gonna have bring back the boner cast underneath and then we're all gonna be brought in for questioning and we're gonna have no idea why look I don't want to point fingers, Wade, but you are the one that kicked off with a euphemism for Boston cream pies that had to do with uh-huh, penis. You said uh-huh. penis first on this episode. Uh-huh. That's you did it. I went to the dick first. You're right. You broke yeah. the seal or some reference to penises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think penises have a hymen of sorts. Look, we all know. I don't think we need to explain or discuss the message of this. I think the message is clear. We all understand mm-hmm. it. We're all, yes. you know, enlightened people here. Yeah. But I think there's a second, more overt message that maybe we're not in on. Overt to someone else, not to us. Of course. This is clearly targeting, like, the chief of police. He, d- he did something. Uh-huh. Or, you know, someone high up. Someone in that police department, high enough. That they could have, you know, called in the SWAT and and had that many officers out there to apprehend this dude. Someone knows what they did. And Penis Man serves as a stark reminder of the, I'm assuming, horrific acts they perpetrated. (laughs) What we got to do is we got to go into the archives, look up old newspapers of the Penis Man, the phallic man of like the 1600s who terrorized (laughs) the streets of London way back in the day. That's what we got to find. What if it's like a weird like da vinci code standoff of like <laughs> centuries old uh like like you know knights of the whatever to, and it's this this guy's running around spray painting penis man and that all the heads of the police are vaginies and right. they're like no <laughs> What we got to do is we got to go to the original the penis man is spreading. <laughs> we got to go to the Declaration of Independence and we got to really look at those signatures because I'm willing to bet if we look close upside down, like flip it backwards, penis man was there. John Hancock. <gasps> Please. Oh. I'll bet you the letters P-E-N-I-S-M-A-N appear somewhere in the Declaration of Independence. I'm Independence is sh- already the P and the E and the N and the I. And if you put lemon juice on those letters and then cut them out with an X-Acto knife and glue them onto a sheet of construction paper they spell penis yeah actually i'm not going to look this up or confirm it or think about it any further but i'm willing to bet if you rearrange independence you get penis 100 percent. 100 percent. i'm co- i'm confident about that no question in my mind you're right yes i am thank you this is some kind of like assassin's creed assassins versus the templars penis man versus the whatever the they're called vaginies the, the nemesis <laughs> of the penis man is the vaginies i don't clear. think so i I, f- I feel like peni and vagini get along real nice i don't think that they're nemesi uh, they do seem to fit together really well nemesi <laughs> that is the plural i'm not looking it up but i'm confidently saying that's true <laughs> oh, i'll give you that one i guess i'll choose my battles here i turn around and the penis man and the vegan eye were getting along all of my nemesi had gathered directly behind me <laughs> i knew they were there but when i turned around they vanished Ah, well, good news story, Mark. Thanks, thanks. I feel like I learned something. I have more! Oh, God. That's not right. Hold on. (laughs) So, the... 
So the oh god, is that so one again? So no, god. Is Hold on. Why, why is that still yeah. like that? No. So the market. Oh fuck! There we go. God. What did I have? I had enough. Oh, it's loaded up my old sound bank. God damn it! How's the market? I had. Oh, never mind. It's fine. Oh, what's your news, man? Oh, this was it. Hang on, I got it. Hold on. This might be extremely loud. Hold on. Oh my god, please tell me. JD Vance, porn hunter is coming for your porn. What? What? That's it. That's it. How 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 i guess is the part of the question was... it's just a guy that wants to ban porn it's i don't really have anything further oh so he's not only trying to come and take away the porn he thinks yeah. i have he's just trying oh, to... yeah i thought he wanted it all for himself mm -hmm. uh, millions of tons of a strange new chemical were discovered in earth's atmosphere uh-oh kfc australia forced to swap lettuce for cabbage oh that sounds terrible yeah. sir faps a lot does indeed fap a lot <laughs> Sir, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google Sir Fapsel. <laughs> Is that news? I don't know. I just there's wanted a, to say something. There's a YouTube channel with 1.47 million subscribers that's called Sir Fapsel. Oh well, uh, you're welcome for the shout out. <laughs> Sir Fapsel on Urban Dictionary is defined as that guy you know who's open about fapping, tells you when and how and what he faps to, and can be really chill. But when he gets home, he's got to fap first. Now, right hand food. There you go. You're welcome, everybody. Was food the what to or the how did? Yeah, wait, what? What? I gotta leave some things up to your imagination. No, well, I guess. I guess. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Sir Fapsalot can't reveal all of his secrets. Are you Sir Fapsalot? I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> this concludes our news broadcast. I don't have an outro. You're definitely my Sir Fapsalot. I'll leave it at that. I turned back around and the turnaround and was done. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. I'll record that for next time. Perfect. Anyway, that segment that we always do in every episode uh, mm -hmm. is concluded now. Thank you. And we can move on to the topic that I had prepared, which is I'm going to I'm going to say it's a throwback, but not in the way that you might expect from me as the host. I don't think we've talked about this before, but it is just kind of a general discussion topic, and I will be awarding points in my traditional manner of willy-nilly. Mm -hmm. As we are getting older. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm getting older. Uh, mm -hmm. By that, I mean I'm less young. I didn't say, I didn't say the topic. Oh, oh uh -huh. sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so, yeah. The topic is summer vacations, because mm -hmm. it's summer now. Mm-hmm. And maybe not, maybe it's summer jobs. I don't know. Summer stuff. Summer stuff. What do people do? I did stuff in the summer. What did you do? Uh, you want us to answer or do you want us to answer in, this, in the form of a story? Well, I actually did. I have a story. I almost died once in the summer. Oh, God. I Yeah, I mean, it sounds, it sounds serious, and I guess it kind of was, but also it's kind of ridiculous. But I was, uh, I, I, uh, I was a musician in a past life. Mm. When I was a kid, I was a musician. I was in a lot of uh, groups. I was in band, and I was in brass bands, and I was in jazz band. Uh, at school, and in, and I was in the Columbus Youth Jazz Orchestra, which mm. is a audition thing. And I honestly feel like I barely belong there. There had there were a bunch of really talented musicians, and also me in that group. <laughs> uh, but one summer, the summer between my junior and senior year of high school, I don't know if we got a grant or what exactly happened, but we went on a tour. We went on a tour in Italy. 
literally a bunch of high schoolers, basically a bunch of like juniors and seniors and maybe a couple sophomores, flew to Italy and rode around in a bus playing jazz at cool places. And uh, one of the places we played was a monastery. And it was pretty. It was very cool. It was in the rolling hills somewhere in the north of Italy. And we like set up and played the gig and it was super nice. We played in the middle courtyard, sort of like a courtyard in the center of this big monastery building. And we were packing up and the courtyard had this stupid wall around it, right? We, we had to like carry everything by hand down to the buses and it took a long time and the wall only had one cutout. So like there were people who had watched us play who were milling around doing whatever and we were just trying to get our crap onto the bus so we could head out and go get some dinner, whatever. And I was like carrying stuff, waiting for people, it took forever to go back and forth through this one little hole in the wall. And I had this idea. I was like, what if I mm-hmm. just jump over the wall? <laughs> I'm a young lad. <laughs> it's maybe it's maybe a knee-high wall. Mm-hmm. It's like a stone wall, super old. This monastery was centuries old. I don't know. I didn't know any details about it. It was just an old, old monastery that was now like a vineyard or something. And I was like, I can hop this. It's so low. Mm-hmm. And uh, I couldn't. And it didn't go well. I'm just going to cut right to it. Uh-huh. I tried to hop over while carrying my trombone, and I literally was like a couple inches short. I did that thing where I tried to like hop one leg up and over. My toe hit the front of the wall, and instead of just like falling down and like, oh, haha, you know, idiot, I fell shin first right onto the centuries old, very like eroded and, and jagged uh, rock stone wall thing and i fell literally onto the point of the pointiest little piece of shit on the wall and it stabbed through my shin through my pants through my shin all the way down to bone oh yuck there was a hole it wasn't like a cut there was a hole like someone had taken a little like sample coring thing where you core dirt out of the ground oh no don't describe it like that poured a hole out of my shin you could see bone oh and it was a solid half inch around oh wow and so and so i had pants on i had long pants on so i i didn't know this at first but i did this i tripped and fell and fell on my leg and then kind of fell over and everyone was like ha ha and i was like god fucking ow shoot and stood up and i thought i was totally fine and then i looked down and my entire pant leg was just blood red like (sighs) immediately soaked with blood not like oh no i'm bleeding like i i looked down (laughs) and thought for a second and was like ooh, and then felt immediately like oh lightheaded (laughs) like losing too much blood gonna pass out oh no i slumped down against the wall and i'm just sort of like hey (laughs) bud guys blood (laughs) just a reminder of the setting this is centuries old you know a couple hundred years old monastery in the middle of the hills we're not in a city we're not near a hospital or anything Mm. it's a bunch of high school kids and our band leader and his girlfriend at the time who was like a nurse i think she had she did something medical i don't remember what she may have been like an x-ray tech or a nurse i'm not 100 clear mm. don't remember she was kind of there as like our you know medical person but she didn't have stuff with her mm-hmm. like she was just hanging out but we're at it's this place it's a monastery i keep saying it's a monastery there were i don't know why they were there there were some kind of nuns there mm. there were some kind of i don't know if they were caretakers medical or what, nuns but like i'm on the ground and our, and our nurse is kind of like whoa 
<laughs> Shit. Whoa. Like, oh man, that's a big hole in your leg. Look at that. Whoa. What are that? <laughs> kind of. Like, she didn't have any, you know, she had like band aids or something. And I was like, that's more than a band aid, probably. <laughs> and she eventually, after a minute where I'm kind of woozy and I feel like I'm going to pass out, she looks around and, and gets the attention of one of like the, the caretaker, nun women who was there. Mm -hmm. And they speak mostly Italian, but she sort of got her and was like, look, blood and the lady was like oh and all the nuns burst into a flurry of action <laughs> and it was like nuns getting sheets nuns getting clean towels nuns getting buckets of water and they all run around and come over and i please I tell me they blew a whistle before this like they all took one look at i they might as well have the one that came over and looked at my she kind of came over very calmly you know and was like what what do you want and then looked and saw my leg and was like ha and just gathered the forces and at this point i sincerely was very close to passing out like it was a lot of blood i left a big puddle on the ground where i sat why don't you just walk it off i mean that's essentially what i did <laughs> the nuns all gathered around and they found a bucket of water and and eventually it was they had like kind of tourniqueted it and bandaged it and i was it was as good as it was gonna get and everyone was like well let's get on the bus i guess I hope you stop bleeding. <laughs> um, and I was just, I, the bus ride home is a blur of me sitting in a seat and then the nurse being like, hey, don't die. Wake up. <laughs> hey. And All me right. being like, no, I'm not dead. I'm not dead. I'm just gonna... I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Did you? Did you die though? I don't think I did. Okay, that's good. Mm. I don't remember for sure, but I don't think I did. You don't think that all of this right now is a fever dream as you're slowly bleeding out in a monastery? Dude, what if what if this is my test to whether I get into the good place or the bad place right now? You're going mm. to the bad place if this is your test. Oh no. <laughs> I just uh, all the all the nuns when they saw you were just like, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> Good fucking God! <laughs> Holy shit! Kinda. You saying but in Italian, you know. <laughs> It's all good. Only Ethan was here. Lay Jesus fucking Christ. Lay Jesus. Yeah, no. Lay Jesus. I don't know Italian. <laughs> yeah, that's clear. <laughs> I don't know if you fooled someone out there, but I kind of got that. I just want to put a disclaimer in case I did. That one person that believed that that was Italian, it was not. <laughs> Super Mario? Is that you? <laughs> it's Lemmy. The government of Italy was about to call you up right now to hire you for something, but oh, good thing you said that. Well, the government needs a translator, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> Your, your passport is about to arrive in the mail any minute now. I'm sure of it. You're just invited in. I'm going to be teaching Italian at the local school. Anyway, I didn't die, but my the treatment was essentially keep that shit, keep band-aids on it, and let's keep playing music and stuff. I thought you were going to say keep that shit inside your body. Blood's supposed Pretty to go much. in your body, moron. <laughs> Come on, numbskull. We took the bus back to the hotel and like the our nurse woman went down to the desk and was like hey do you have a band-aids el bandados <laughs> sir because she spoke a little bit of italian ah oh, my favorite italian <laughs> she got like some band-aids and was like here's five band-aids use them sparingly uh -huh. <laughs> and i just kept i was fine i guess i drank some juice or whatever uh and i survived my summer trip to italy mm. where we were essentially a bunch of high schoolers wandering around italy by ourselves oh that was nice on that trip we we didn't play a gig in venice but we had like a couple days off and one of the days all the high school kids were like there's a train that goes from where we're staying straight to venice we should catch the train and spend the day in venice and we went and talked to the band leader 
And he was like, I'm not fucking, get out of here. It's the day off. Leave me alone. He was actually pretty chill. But he was essentially like, do what you want, kids. Have fun. <laughs> so a bunch of high schoolers took a train a couple hours to Venice and then wandered around the streets of, it's a miracle I'm alive, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems like that would mostly end in death, especially the way you described a borehole into your leg. Oh, it's fine. I still have a huge dent. The skin healed over, but none of that meaty stuff inside came back. So there's basically just... <laughs> A part of my shin that's skin over the bone, and that's it. Uh, it's gross. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not cool. It's not my favorite. Uh, I had something kind of similar. Not not the same exact situation, but... Uh... Five points for me. Sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, fair enough. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh... <clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says, like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way. I don't know if this counts as summer vacation. I was over at my grandparents' house and it was summer, but uh, I had a friend. I guess here's the here's the map layout. Okay, my grandparents' house is like three quarters of the way down this street. It's like a normal sized street, not particularly long or short, but whatever. And then uh, I had a friend who lived in the same neighborhood, but they were like, let's see, one, two, and that kind of like curves around three, like four or five streets away. Okay, I had to do it. It was a bit of a hike. Oh my god. There, okay, your map descriptions are just perfection. I'm right there with you. All Right, you go you go down the street you turn left okay you go around to curve a bit then you turn right you go past two other streets then you turn left down another street and his house is on the left all right you got that all right i'm with you i'm at his house what are we all doing right, great <laughs> well unfortunately i never got there so here's what happened what? uh it was a particularly rainy uh summer's day and this is back before we all had cell phones like before it was normal for everyone to have 
have a cell phone. So you either had to call them on the house phone or it was like somewhat normal. You could just, if you wanted to go hang out with your friend, you went to their house and knocked on their door to see if they were home. That was relatively normal, which sounds really weird now, but that was a thing. It was weird. So I decided to do that. I was like, you know, I'm sure he's probably home. I'm just going to hop on my bike, ride over to his house. If he's there, if he's not, whatever, I'll just ride back and I'll get a bike ride out of it. And on this rainy day, I get on this bike and I go down the street, make my first left go this this was a little bit of a longer road go around the curve get all the way to the next street and as i'm getting ready to turn right onto that street there's a car coming and it's kind of driving like it looks like more in the middle of the road so i'm like okay well i need to stop and wait for them to turn then i'll go and i go to stop and my brakes don't work the bike just does the brakes on the bike do not work oh. did it did it actually speed up on you no no it didn't speed up <laughs> It, uh, well, maybe, you know, for the sake of the story and whatever animation may come of this one day. Yes, it sped up. Yeah, that's the stuff. It was down a really steep hill. Oh, it was a flat road. If anything, I was going uphill. But yeah, the bike sped up instead. Uh, someone had changed <laughs> out the wiring. The, his description of the neighborhood just had a lot of downhills everywhere you go. Everything's a hill. Uh, it's all uphill. <laughs> I walked to school and it was downhill both ways. <laughs> Super easy. You go. No, it's opposite. You go to my friend's house, it's uphill. You go back, it's uphill. I just, I just stood on my scooter and it just took me there. I didn't do anything. I turned around. There was another hill. You kids have it so hard. <laughs> what? Sorry. All right. So this car is coming and I can't stop and they don't realize that. So they get to the stop sign. They kind of blow through it a little bit and they just turn. So now I'm either going to ride my bike into their car or I have to turn at full speed. I try that. Full speed, I turned my wheel a lot sharper than I probably should. And on a bike, it's not a very good idea to turn your wheel very sharply whenever you're going full speed. Because what happens is all of a sudden your momentum is hitting the wheel, the front wheel is just facing the wrong way. And the bike doesn't keep going and sliding on that wheel. The back wheel then lifts up and throws you off the front of the bike. I didn't have a helmet. I didn't have any kind of pads on. I was wearing a t-shirt and some shorts and I very much regretted that because what happened was I got launched off the bike. It felt like I was in the air for a while. I mean, it was probably all really fast, but in that moment, it felt like I was in the air for a while, looking down at the pavement, trying to look up and see the car, panicking, putting my arms out, trying to stop myself. And I didn't succeed in any of those things because what hit first was my head, my face rather, and my left shoulder hit the pavement and then just bounced and skidded. The car didn't stop. They didn't even see if I was all right. They just kept going. They were like, oh, that guy's dead. We're out. We didn't do it. <laughs> and I'm halfway between my grandparents' house and my friend's house. And I get up off the pavement because at first I don't feel anything, right? There's like that moment of shock where like you don't feel pain or anything. You're just like, oh my God, I'm alive. And I go to look at my bike and the seat has broken off of it for whatever happened to the bike after I got launched off. The seat is broken off. Did you clench so hard you took it with you? <laughs> I guess it was wedged still between my cheeks. I couldn't find it. It was just launched into my butthole. <laughs> Uh, is that why you had to get that surgery later in life? I always wondered what a sedectomy was. Yeah, three <laughs> tailbone surgeries and a sedectomy following that accident. Wow. I went to pull out my cell phone, but uh, this was before we had cell phones, so that thought never even crossed my mind. No walkie-talkie, <laughs> no nothing. I'm just in between the two houses on a rainy day, probably about half a mile from either house, maybe a little bit less than that, but pretty close to half a mile or so. Okay, five-minute walk. Yeah, uh, well, I was a little bit beat up, and I thought I lost my left eye. Oh, in wow. that moment, 
uh, I was bleeding so much from my left eyebrow that my eye, I could only see like red and like whatever haziness. And it didn't cross my mind that that was seeing something. I just, I thought that I'd lost my left eye. And I looked down and from what I could see out of my right eye on my left shoulder, uh, my shirt had ripped open on my left shoulder. And I also had, I believe some bone exposed on my left shoulder from where it scraped against the pavement so furiously because that's what hit the hardest and I dragged on the ground on. And the rest of me, my chest scraped. I, I'm just, I'm bloody and torn up everywhere. And I look at the bike, no seat. And I know that I've got to either walk or ride somewhere because there, there's just nowhere, there's no help. I'm not gonna go knock on a stranger's door because that's just not something you do, <laughs> apparently, even whenever you're dying. You probably could have done that. Yeah, you could have done that. I probably could have, but that thought didn't cross my mind. I think I was around uh, uh, 12 years old. Uh, at this time i don't know why but my brain was like you said it already around halfway come on no no, no 12, <laughs> I was about 12 years old so the decision i made was i'm gonna get on my bike i don't know if my friend's home but i know my grandparents are home so i'm gonna just ride back so i get on the bike holding the seat in one hand standing because i can't sit and i pedal back to the house bleeding profusely in tons of pain thinking i've lost an eye my left arm is numb and i get back to the house and i'm just all i can think about is my eye and i get back to the house and my grandma I was like, oh, is that you? And I don't answer. I just walk in, go up the stairs. They lived like a tri-level. So I went up like the stairs to the bathroom and I turned on the light and looked in the mirror and I just started crying. <laughs> And my grandma came up and she's like, oh my God, what happened? And ultimately I had to give stitches in my, uh, my eyebrow. I did not in fact lose my eye, spoiler alert. And my shoulder, I don't remember what they ended up doing to my shoulder, but it healed up. I still have a spot on it where there's like no nerves or no feeling like I could just do whatever to this one point on my shoulder and I don't really feel anything. But uh, yeah, helmets, smart. Walkie talkie cell phone might save a life. Uh, don't, don't do that thing. Well, goddamn. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds really painful. I hate uh, asphalt grinding on human skin. That doesn't sound good. Having to get on the bike and pedal home was such like a, I have no choice. I have to do this moment. I don't know if this qualifies as summer vacation, but uh, I don't know. Your your story made me think. Of that. <laughs> Sorry. Bless you, sir. Bless you. There you go. I feel like kids. A lot of kids have that. I don't know anymore. But I definitely have stories in that state. Not quite as crazy with the flipping and stuff. But I have one where I went over my handlebars and banged up my one of my shoulders pretty good and things where I like laid my bike down because it was wet or I was doing something stupid and you're you're like far from home and you stand up and you're like ah oh no I guess I gotta walk home and you have that like long walk where you, you know people are looking and they're like ooh his knee's all bloody what happened yeah I definitely have some I have one of those as an adult do you guys remember the last PopCon we went to in Indianapolis I don't even know if you guys were there it might have, I think you might have been there, Wade. We all went to one in like 2015, then you and I went to one in 2016. I think it was the one that it was just you and, well, you and me and a bunch of other people, but Mark didn't make it. Yeah, I, I hard bailed on going to that. The day I got to Indianapolis for that, I like checked into my hotel and I was like, oh, I'm going to want like some drinks in my room, right? I'm going to want, I don't know, some water or something to stick in the mini fridge. And I was like, I got time. There's nothing going on today. It's like, you know, travel day. I'm going to walk down to a CVS or something and buy buy some snacks and some drinks and just walk back real quick. And I don't know why, but I was walking back with a bag full of food and cans of drinks. And I just, at the exact wrong moment, some guy was like, hey, do you have the time? Which it's, check your phone. Like it's 20, you know, it was like 2016 at the time. It wasn't like we all had pocket watches and his had run out of wine don't you have cell phones yeah don't you don't you don't you guys have phones 
But right at the wrong moment, he was like, do you have the time? And I looked at my watch and stepped, there was like a cutout for a driveway and I stepped down off of that and I ate shit into the street. I didn't fall like on the sidewalk. I fell sideways out into traffic and my bag of goods of cans of things exploded across the road. And like, you know how cans, when they hit the ground, they're kind of all... <laughs> pretty good like i was this i was this idiot where a dozen people were like oh are you okay clumsy guy and i had to be like yeah i'm fine i'm fine but i fucked up my whole arm i spent this whole weekend like you know meeting doing meetups and things that you do at conventions with like huge bandages all up my arm and being super sore and it was awesome then i had to pick my trash up out of the street walk back to my hotel in sadness <laughs> i didn't even have any drinks because they all exploded i I, I just didn't know that this was the horrifying injury episode where we talk about all the terrible things that have happened to us. It's a summer vacation, Mark. Hey, summer vacation's when you get hurt, man. It's when stuff happens. Dude, what happened to you guys at summer? I, I didn't even like have that many extravagant summer vacations, but I feel like mine was normal. I just want to update everyone after Mark's new segment and Wade's Wade's story. Mm. Uh, Wade's sitting at a plus two differential mm, cool. on the scorecard. Good, good, good. As we traditionally keep it, but... Yeah, no, Mar you've never hurt yourself on some. I probably you've ever done, like, have been hurt, you know, biking or fell off of a tree or something. No, honestly, none of that. Uh, I can't remember ever falling out of a tree and significantly hurting myself. I mean, I've fallen out of a tree, sure, um, but I don't remember like biking and hurting myself. No, I I kind of stayed on my bike and stayed in the trees. But my <laughs> oh. my one experience in summer that's like a typical summer thing is I went to summer band camp, mm. um, and I know any time you say band camp they think of that one movie what was the movie american pie allison hannigan in american pie yes yes with the flute and the what was it called wade what was it a pie <laughs> It's in the title, Mark. Yeah, in wait, some, I'm not sure what you're getting at, Mark. In some, no, no, you know what she said about in the band camp the quote, the movie, the flute, and the you know, I'm snapping, Wade. The dick in the pie. Wade, I'm snapping. That one time at band camp. That's the thing. Is that what you were waiting for? Oh, I thought you were looking for, I didn't know what you were looking for. I thought you were looking for an instrument. Uh, uh, that's what I, I was waiting for. He didn't actually say the thing, but he was mentioning early in the episode, all these penises and vaginas. That was like his bit. Uh, I was trying to prompt him up for something. Oh, I thought that was this episode. We've been on injuries for so long. I forgot all about penis. <laughs> Yeah. You can never forget about the penis. Anyway, I, I think I've mentioned uh, this band camp before with uh, the, the date store. I don't know if that's ever actually been an episode, but I've talked about it. But I've never talked about the experience as a whole. I went to Blue Lake Fine Arts Camp. Uh, which is a camp up in Michigan. It is predominantly about band and like instruments. I played trumpet at the time. I want to I wanna make a disclaimer to any parent that is thinking of sending their kid to this camp. I remember exactly 0% of any of the music that occurred doing that. It was a, like what? the vast majority of my time at that camp was just the awkward, like you're in the midst of puberty, but no one knows what the fuck is going on. You're suddenly in a camp where you're away from your parents. I'm not saying it's rampaging like some kind of horrible sex thing it's like just a bunch of hormonal like basically kids that don't know what the fuck they're doing but everyone is bragging about all the things that they have done and imagine a bunch of kids who don't know what the fuck they're talking about trying to like brag about oh yeah no i've had the sex oh yeah no my <laughs> dick is oh huge i remember this quote from this one guy in my in my in my uh cabin that he would not stop saying in this exact inflection yeah my dick's eight inches around and it's just like that was like the 
thing he said all the, the fabled pancake dick yeah and it was just like it was just it's exactly that the most obnoxious possible cesspool of nothingness where also we played instruments sometime there was nothing that occurred there that furthered my education in terms of being able to play trumpet more all i got from there was lower and lower self-confidence about myself <laughs> like steadily weird steadily crushing my own thoughts of where i stood in the world and in life and and it culminates with that dance quote unquote that was organized for like towards the end of the camp where the the the, the kids who were there we were paired off into like dates where camp counselors would go around like you and you and you and you your dates you're gonna be at the dance and then nothing hurt more in my life at that moment not even my parents divorce hurt more when the girl i was paired with came up to me afterwards and said with a friend was like oh she doesn't want to go to the dance with you and at no point did i even want to go to the dance in the first place but now i was crushed more than i've ever been crushed emotionally <laughs> in my life i had never experienced such pain that is what i took from blue lake fine arts camp i'm sure it's a fantastic institution but i think the whole concept of just sending your kids off into the woods which this was just in the woods go play your instruments among the trees it's good for you go go i can honestly say uh terrible experience terrible terrible isn't that Kind of what camp is supposed to be for like high school kids though. I wasn't in high school. Terrible. I was in junior high. Oh, whatever. That, I was in that, seventh those grade. distinctions are arbitrary and meaningless. I was in seventh Adolescent. grade. Adolescent. Either oh, way. Oh, you were fully mentally developed and ready to handle trauma like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not trauma Rub some dirt on it you'll be fine so like maybe this wasn't your experience at school i guess mm -hmm. and it's yeah. longer and more tempered at school than it is over the summer uh you're what you're describing sounds like normal middle school high school experience to me too like no absolutely it's normal but it's just concentrated no, it at con the sleepaway that's camp. what i'm saying but also that was my first experience with that kind of thing this was like i think i was exactly like 12 or 13 maybe 12 at the time so i was just like brick wall of puberty and puberty just like fucking sucks across the board uh and then suddenly i'm thrust into a camp with no one that i know exactly zero people that i know pimples are exploding out of my face like just hair is gushing nowhere because i'm not a very hairy man um but it's happening and it's just there could be anywhere <laughs> lurking I anywhere turned around, I turned around. <laughs> and it was right behind me yeah so it's like that was my first experience in terms of like these new social dynamics other than just being kids playing in school or whatever and it's just like all of a sudden you have to experience all this and there's all these other kids that are bragging about how much of the sex they've done and yada yada and it's all live but you don't know that at the time because you're just a kid and you're like how far behind am i and anyway it's a it's a nightmare <laughs> it was a nightmare <laughs> but anyway good times good times i have fond memories of my summer camps including band camp i don't i don't you think penis man originated at a band camp i think maybe you're right probably 
So here, look, this is the kind of stories that I have from... Then this was high school band camp, I will say. Mm-hmm. But it's really stupid now, and I'm a little afraid I damaged some nerves in my sinuses or possibly gave myself <laughs> brain damage. How many nerves did you guys damage? I thought I was the injury-based one. So we we used to... In, in band camp for my high school, marching band was like away. We used to go to a camp in southern Ohio. It was like in the woods. I forget where exactly. It was somewhere south of Ohio. It was like a couple hours away from where we were in Columbus. And uh, every morning you wake up, you go to the like cafeteria area and they would serve breakfast pretty early. You get going, I don't know, seven or seven thirty or something pretty early. And they would, before breakfast, one of the parents, because parents would volunteer to help out, would go around with like a big jug, like ye old jug of hand sanitizer, right? One of those like industrial sized ones where you squirt it out and it's like five days worth of hand sanitizer squirts at once. We used to get there in the morning and everyone would be half asleep because we were high school boys and we would all, all my buddies, we'd all sit around the same table. The parent would come with that. We'd all hold it in the palm of our hand until all of us had the alcohol. Then we would all like make eye contact and do like a ready you know like silently just be like okay and then quickly (laughs) you rub it between your hands Mm -hmm. and then you hold your hands over your nose and mouth and breathe in deeply and we called that band camp coffee (laughs) that's the kind of shit that we did at summer camp so it's a bunch of boys just being like okay <laughs> yeah, <laughs> breathing in alcohol fumes. All right, that's the kind of dumb shit that we did. Those are the memories I have from summer camp. What? No, no, why didn't man. you have? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get buddies. No, not friends. Not friends. God. Okay, not friends. No, buddies. I got in my first fight at at Blue Lake at Fine Blue Arts Lake Fine Arts Camp. Your first fight, trying to defend Mario, who was in my cabin, from these other kids who for some reason really wanted to beat him up. So I had to hold the door closed so they couldn't get into my cabin. And I'm very proud because like I said, puberty hits like a truck. I happened to get my muscles at this time. So I was like, ah, I can hold this door because these two kids, I'm so strong. Um, but also- Your penis is eight inches around right now. <laughs> it's so around eight times. You turned around. Eight times. And, but it was just like, man, yeah, it wasn't really a fight. It was more of like shoving. And then Mario ran in the cabin and I went in after him and I held the door closed. And Mario was like hiding and not helping me. So it's like, wow. And then I was friends with Mario. And then Mario was a nerd. No one liked Mario. And then I was the nerd. I thought you were going to say that you beat him up for not helping you. <laughs> Sounds like fun. It was not. That's what. Did you not listen to my story? Uh, I'm glad you had a good time at summer camp. Oh, man. I wish I'd gotten to go to band camp after listening to that story. Don't worry, son. We'll send you back next year. It was also a thing where I flubbed my audition to get placed in the uh, the orchestra for, or not orchestra, whatever, the like the band for that uh, camp. And so I was second chair, but I flubbed it really bad. And it was super embarrassing because it's, it's an audition, not in a closed room. You're out in the woods. Everyone can hear you fuck up. So I fucked up really loud with a trumpet. And it was super embarrassing because I couldn't hit, you know, high C. And I was just like, I can do it. I, I can't. I've done it a million times. Just, for some reason, I was super nervous. And then the, that, that like set the tone for my entire time there because I started off with this embarrassment of like, oh God, I'm not that good. And then the, the band teacher, leader, what do you call them? Not composer. The band director? Band director, that's it. Really hated me because for some reason, the person who was first chair said that I was better than them. I don't know if that was true or not, but they know I flubbed my audition. So they let me do all the 
solos. And so every time I would do the solo, the band director would like look over uh, because they would mess it up a lot, the, the person who was first chair. So they let me do it. And then whenever I would do it and I would do it well, the band director would like be, you know, conducting over on the right side. Now I'm over on the left and would turn over and be like, oh, good. And then see that I was playing. And then all of a sudden the smile on her face would go frown. And then, <laughs> oh, it's you. And then turn away. And then I'd be like, oh, man, oh, come on. Before you said her, I was imagining like the band director is like a council of Ricks and you were like a Mark Morty trying to play trumpet. <laughs> I don't know why that was the imagery I had, but I thought I would share that with you. I don't watch Adventure Time. I don't like it. That's fair. Got him. I just imagined that you were at your audition. You ate shit and messed it up. And the band director is just like, there's a couple of them sitting there and one of them to the other is like, my penis is barely two inches around. What did it happen? Just probably. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I see. I like to imagine that the currency of that camp is dick size for the men. I don't know what it is for the for the ladies, but probably not Absolutely. dick size. One hundred. No, same thing. I I don't like that. That's a bad image. Yep. What have you done, Mark? That was that was Blue Lake Fine Arts Camp. Well, did you have any summers that you liked? Because you're sitting at a you're still sitting at a minus one after the points for that story, Mark. Not really. There was this summer where uh, my dad. No summer was good for you. I mean, the, I don't really do anything. I, you guys had horrible injuries. You're telling me that your summers were good? Yeah, it was the best summers of my Those life. Were the best of time. You're out there. You're <laughs> goofing around with your friends. You're snorting alcohol fumes from hand sanitizer. It's great the best of times i remember going on like this long ass car drive with uh my dad to go see uh this person that uh he, he was okay. dating <laughs> he was dating i just she's a bitch i don't care mm. i i think she might be dead and that's probably good um oh. so like this <laughs> 10 points. <laughs> it's okay. Mark. Honestly, it's I, okay. Couldn't, I couldn't give two shits about this human. And, and you'll find out why partially in this story. And it's just, we went down long history because they lived in Arizona. And so that was a fucking drive from Ohio to Arizona. Oh, you drove to Arizona from Ohio? Absolutely. And oh, then we man. went there to visit this person. And then we uh, go back. And for some reason, I don't know, they hit it off, which is fine. I'm a kid, you know, parents divorce. My dad's dating again. It's like, whatever it doesn't mean anything to me because i don't even know what it means but they're they're terrible this is the person that i i shot in the face with the uh little uh oh, suction cup yeah, yeah, yeah. plunger thing uh because i hated them and uh what happened was they broke up eventually because she was awful and after the breakup at some point the all I, this is the only thing i remember about this being we drove down for Arizona. this is the first time we introduced to this person and then after they broke up let's say it's the end of summer i don't know let's to keep it summer topical sure sure uh she apparently drove up with her son and stole my dad's car and drove it back to Arizona. That's, that's not a good thing to do. Nope. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, it was just one of those things where uh, I, I think my dad, you know, obviously called police, reported it, and they were just like, well, we're not going to do anything. <laughs> well, they're standing in the driveway and the cop's like, and it was a, you said it was a red? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a red, uh, red pine. And the cop's like, all right. Well, she's gone. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like she got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, 
Thanks for your investigative work. Uh, sir, normally we'd help you, but Arizona's kind of hot. Yeah. <laughs> Arizona's kind of hot. <laughs> it's, the, it's the dead of end of summer, sir. Do you think we're going to go traipsing around out in the heat? Just because you and, don't uh, have a car anymore? <laughs> Jeez, this guy. Maybe you should go drive down there. And, oh, ah, mm. uh, maybe you should take a bus, you hippie. <laughs> Doesn't even have a car. You said this happened earlier today, not right now, right? Yeah, it happened earlier today. Ah, statute limitations and all. Nothing we can do. (laughs) Perfect crime. I don't even think she's made it back to Arizona. Well... Too fast for us to catch up to. She's right there at the McDonald's down the street. I, I can see her from here. Like, ah, <laughs> sounds like it was a morning crime. I'm kind of an afternoon <laughs> shift guy. <laughs> well, it's, it's, this is just my work. You know, I, I don't work. I don't live to work. I work to live. You know what I mean? So I'll just write this up for you. And then uh, yeah, I'll never hear about this again. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that is uh, that is the, the other summer story I got. And those are all, all the two summer stories I got. <laughs> only things that have ever happened in summer yeah you got it man is anything good even small did you ever get an extra nugget in your order for or something or i don't know nope did you ever find a nickel on the sidewalk never <laughs> has anything good ever happened to you any time of any year ever never all right wow not in the summer anyway not in the summer and today's a summer topical thing so i can't so if i have to visualize your summers it's the council of ricks and you as a morty trying to play trumpet it's you with really beefy arms but like tiny like child body trying to hold this door back as ravenous rabid band <laughs> bullies are trying to get in to get after mario uh-huh. huge dicked bullies are trying to beat down the cabin door the circumference unreal <laughs> you wouldn't even believe and then it's like stickman police with like blank expressions on their face writing on their papers as like your stepmom's <laughs> driving away in your dad's car and he's like standing there with a mustache just crying not and they're my like, stepmom do uh, not sorry do sorry. not get d lumped in with this d is a saint this is not d okay uh uh could have been stepmom was once dad's girlfriend (laughs) calm down step help me step girlfriend i'm stuck (laughs) (laughs) you okay man (laughs) really want a boston cream right now (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. all right just stay there right on their tablets while she's driving off in the car and they're Mm, yep, nothing we can do. Sorry, sir. Uh, get a new car, I guess. They didn't have tablets at this. <laughs> they get out their iPhone 13s and their iPad Pros <laughs> and they're taking notes. The paper tablets. I don't know what do you call paper pad. Paper pad. <laughs> what, what do you call a paper stack with the little thing that holds the papers together? It's a it's a, a notepad. notepad? A Are you talking board? about a notepad? Paper tablet. Mm, one of them scurvy tablets. <laughs> Yeah, uh, tablet, tablet. What you chisel into with the hammer? <laughs> yeah, stone tablet. <laughs> right, right, right. Of course. Good old summer. <laughs> and now you got the full picture. That is my summer. Wade has some form of time amnesia, and he just randomly <laughs> mixes together different eras of technology. He can't help it. Mm. <laughs> They're all the same. That's why I tried to call on my cell phone before I had one way back when. I knew one day I would have that touch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that high school Wade stands up from falling off of his bike and is like, man, I miss going to have my iPhone. (laughs) I wish I did it already. I have it. I don't know. 
Time travel's confusing. I think some of my worst injuries happened in the summer, but I also have some of my best memories in summer. Like, I guess we're kind of at the end here. It's because the best shenanigans happen in summer. My grandparents had a cabin down in Kentucky, and we would always spend, like, weeks or even months sometimes, like, all summer just down there. They had, like, a pontoon. We got in the lake. There was this, like, uh, exercise we did in health class in ninth grade where our teacher had us, like, meditate for a moment and, like, think of a peaceful spot and, like... I don't know why of all the things we did and have learned over the years, that's one of the things that have stuck with me is like sometimes when I'm stressed out, I will just like close my eyes and the spot I imagine is laying on like the front seat of the pontoon with like hitting some light waves, have like light water splashing up and just, I don't know, that, like that's my spot I go to in my mind. So whenever I think of summer, the first thing I always think of is riding on that pontoon with my grandparents. That's so nice. Yeah. My family almost sunk a pontoon boat once. <laughs> We almost got sunk once. Tell me more. <laughs> mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. No, we almost sunk our own boat. Mm. We were. We had like a fully loaded. We were up in Brother? northern Michigan, and we know. Okay. And we all we had a fully loaded pontoon boat, and uh, I don't know what happened, but a lot of people were sitting in the front, and the well, the way pontoon boats work is it's basically floaties with a table on top for anyone who doesn't know. So if you sit everyone on the edge, one edge of it, that edge will get very close to the water. Well, like most of us were sitting in the front because there's big couches out in the sun in the front. And at some point we were just cruising around the lake and I don't even know who it was. I might have been my grandfather or someone was like, oh, I want to sit out in the sun because the, usually the front is sunny and the back is covered. And he tried to move up towards the front and that caused at full speed, which is not super fast, caused the edge of the boat to go under the water. Awesome. And it flipped. It was, I swear to God, we were vertical in the air for a second. <laughs> and like, well, I don't, no one got flung off. My mom got cut a little bit. Everyone just kind of got tossed around like a human salad. And then the boat flopped back down onto its floaties. But everyone on the whole lake saw it. We were right in the middle. And everyone, all the boats, everyone like water skiing, whatever, everyone just frozen in place. Wait, the water, the guy had water skis and just stops. Yeah, literally spray flying off his heels, frozen in the air. We splash back down and everyone's like, oh, are you alive? Are we okay? Whoa. And the whole lake just starts like slowly coming over like, hey, are you guys, hey, are you okay? You need it? You need it? And we had to endure the embarrassment of the whole lake just being like, look at these fucking idiots. <laughs> now, re rewinding a bit, your mom got cut a little. Was it by the boat or was there like a fish with a switchblade that popped up? Uh, like, I'm going to go with the switchblade fish. There's actually a vagrant Ooh. living on the underside of the boat. And when we flipped it up, his uh, tent blew away in the breeze because he was he was living under the thing. Usually he was protected. He was real pissed that we ruined his little hideaway. So he had a little, had a little switchblade. And stat I hate this joke. <laughs> I like switchblade fish. I'm going to keep that in my mind. All right. It was an angry grouper. <laughs> <laughs> or no, actually, that, there aren't groupers in that lake. It was an angry uh, smallmouth bass. Yeah, there's some uh, of them in there. Yeah, <laughs> we got to be accurate to the lake. That's true, because catfish have uh, little pistols they carry. Catfish carry revolvers, so it had to have been. Uh, mm, yeah, right, right. You got to watch out for those open carry catfish. <laughs> you know what I just realized? I, I just told I told the like my story of the Blue Lake Fine Arts Camp. There is going to be someone named Mario and the other guy who was like, my dick is eight inches around, that will suddenly connect the dots. And I, I'm hoping that they listen to this podcast <laughs> or like are a fan of me and just like that fucking nerd was this fucking nerd that i'm listening to right now and i i really hope cosmically like that happens because i'm like oh man that would actually be kind of nice you know to know that their stories really live
lived on in my brain and the traumatic experiences that I had at Blue Lakes Fine Art Camp. People from our school, people from our camps, <laughs> if you're listening and you were the dick in school, we remember. <laughs> I love to imagine the bully kid is like in the car or something. He's in his Jeep with the roof down and the doors off, <laughs> cruising around, and he's got this blasting. And right when you say it, he's like, yeah, well, one kid was like, yeah, my dick is eight inches <laughs> around. He's like, yeah, now everybody knows. Eight inches, baby. <laughs> screaming at people on the street like, man, you really didn't grow up, did you? No, you're just Jeep guy. I got I to gotta visualize. Uh, I've never actually, what is eight inches around? What is the diameter of an eight inch circumference circle? Yeah. Literally picture a pancake and that's their dick. Okay. Uh, diameter of eight inch circumference. Uh, no, the, the, the circumference is eight inch. Okay. Eight inch circumference. It's uh, something over pi. Oh my God. Uh, eight inch circumference to diameter. An eight inch circumference is approximately two and a half inches in diameter. Okay. So that's not crazy. I didn't a dick. That's a thick. <laughs> Some people have hot dogs. That's a bratwurst. <laughs> <laughs> How's that relate to like a, a like a like a monster can? Uh, a monster can is like three inches in diameter, maybe. Uh, am I thinking inches are bigger than they are? This is interesting stuff to try to Google for. Am I a am I a small dick? I don't even know anymore. What? <laughs> All right, well, this, this is we were all penis man. Don't worry about it. A can of monster is wait, what is this? Aluminum. 8.16 inches is a can of monsters circumference. 8.16. So this guy's claiming he's got a monster can going on down he's there. Got, he's packing a monster can down there. Hey, baby, you want an energy drink? <laughs> <laughs> he's cruising in his Jeep right now like, yes, they're expounding on it. Expound. <laughs> there you go, buddy. I know you'd enjoy that. You're welcome, pal. You're welcome. Wait, what matters more? Is it length, circumference, or diameter? It's the motion of the dick, my dude. Oh, the motion. Yeah. But in all honesty, it's uh, it's the circumference. What? Uh, what? <laughs> it's the circumference. I don't know if that's true. No, 100%. So literally, if you had a quarter inch long dick that was eight inches in diameter. Ah, the cheese wheel. In yes. diameter. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. We're switching yes, yes. around some of those parameters there, buddy. <laughs> no, I want to find the fabled pancake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you and every woman on the planet, Liz. <laughs> well, not every woman, of course. There's a pancake out there for all of us somewhere. Oh, man, this podcast, we know what women like. That's for sure. It's like a Dilophosaurus. <laughs> like they a love woman. dinosaurs. We know women love dinosaurs. <laughs> we can say that for certain. I got a Dilo for you right here. <laughs> a Dilophosaurus. Is that the guy with the wingy... Uh, things on his neck. It's the thing that like uh, in Jurassic Park whenever uh, Nedry like wrecks his car Jeep it comes out and, like frills out his thing and spits at him. He's got sails on his neck. Yeah, the wingy things. Yeah. Yeah. Frilly spits sounds like penis man to me. <laughs> Bob, can you wrap this up? I'm just I'm enjoying where it's going. I don't really <laughs> want it to end. I'm having a really good time. Now I'm looking at Dilophosaurus. I love summer. All right. Oh, that took a steep dive. I'm going to tabulate the points here to end this up. It took an eight-inch circumference dive straight down. <laughs> I, hmm. It's a tight race. I think the final score 
is going to have Mark at plus one half point. Mm. Which, to clarify, mm -hmm. does mean that Mark wins. It's, well, it's like sports rules, not golf. Not golf rules. It's wait, like, what? you know, normal sports rules. Highest score wins. It's good thing that Wade and I agreed that we would abstain from this winner. So I abstain. Right, Wade? All right. Well, I guess then I win by default. Unless you choose not to abstain, Wade. I could. I Technically, you got second place. So if Mark withdraws, I guess that means you win. Unless you don't want to. I, I, Mark and I agreed to abstain. I better. I think I got to hold true to that. Yes, my boy. There's my boy right there. If I'm one thing, it's like it's words, it's words that I keep. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of that, Judge? What do you think of that? Huh? What is a diameter without words? Oh, I just remembered. I'm the judge, and Mark wins. Mark, give a victory speech. What? I have abstained. There is no abstaining on my distractible podcast. Oh. You either win or you die. So I guess you have a choice you could make. All right, Mark, oh, dead. Oh we agreed. <laughs> Can I ask how I would die? Is that possible? Oh, it's my choice, really, and I'm not sure yet. We are sentenced <laughs> to two full years at Michigan Diamond Bandcamp. Blue blue tuna band kit. What was it called? Blue tuna? <laughs> blue Bluetooth. Band no, don't tell him. He can get there. You can do this. I believe in you. What's it called, Wade? Uh, uh, tuba tune blue blue trumpet camp in Michigan. Blue falls. Blue gravity falls. Blue balls band camp. Blue. Ah, <laughs> uh, true blue. Oh, my God. What, what do they have a lot of in Michigan, especially northern Michigan. They have a lot of blue balls? Yep, actually. I mean, probably, I guess, I suppose. Get laid, Michigan. All right, Ben Camp. Woo. <laughs> I, I defer. I would like to take my winner speech and put whatever the hell Wade said in that spot. Wade's speech is your winner speech. You co-opt it? Yes. I will allow yes, this. Yes, I'm co-opting it. I thought we were taking the death penalty, but okay, I guess you win. Oh. No, Mark, Mark does not choose to abstain. As you agreed, Mark, you broke your agreement. Wade, you have hey. been betrayed. Give your loser speech. I choose death. <laughs> well, it's, not, it's not lose or die. You can just lose. That doesn't really violate anything. No, I abstained. You, you abstained from winning, which you did not. I choose to either win nor lose. I choose death to stay neutral. I'm not going to kill you. I would have killed Mark probably, but I'm not going to kill you. Uh-huh. I called your buff, or your, your buff bluff. It was a very strong bluff. You called my butts. <laughs> All right. This is a fucking train. This is over now. That's the end of this. It's over. Mark wins. I abstain from the end. That's not how this works. Oh. Uh, thank you so much, listeners, for listening so gently and yet also so fiercely. Mm. We can tell how gently and how fiercely you listen, so uh, you really have to get the slack. If I'm honest, you're doing kind of a bad job, but I believe in you. You can do better. I think you can do it. Uh, make sure you follow us on our socials and, uh, you know, on YouTube and places like that. Markiplier, Lord Minion 777 or Minion 777. And MySkerm, you'll never spell it. Good luck. Uh, that's going to be the end of the podcast. <laughs> We have merch. It's at a website. It's every Monday. I, I haven't done an outro. I haven't hosted in a long time. Hope you bought your U2s while they were or are available. <laughs> if they are were, buy a U2s. Or you can't. Unclear. Sorry. Should have while you could have can. Do. Did. Will. Edit that out if it's accurate or inaccurate. Or maybe don't. Just leave it in. That's the end. I don't know how to end these things, so I'll just end it by saying mine is eight inches around as well. Podcast out.